everybody. Okay, has everybody found their seats? Great. Great, great, great. Uh, welcome back to Dr. Scorpion Blood Self-Help Seminar Stravaganza. Once again, I am Dr. Dave Scorpion Blood, and I'm thrilled to have you back. This seems a good time as any to talk about the real tough stuff. Trying your hardest and still falling short. As a little exercise, I want you to imagine a failure of yours. And if you have a hand free, hold out your hand. Imagine the failure is projected onto it. Getting fired from your job. Losing a handle on your relationship. Maybe a small moment of cowardice. This is all going to be okay. You don't have to experience it again. This is just a movie of it happening, projected in front of you. Good. Now I want you to close your hand, compressing that image. Really squunch it down into a little ball. If you're using your hand, squeeze your hand closed. Now open it up. And imagine that experience has been squished down into crumbly gray sand. You've taken a painful time in your life and condensed it into the physical. Now take that handful and just throw it away. Cast it out. You feel better, don't you? That's kind of amazing, isn't it? You feel so much lighter and happier right now because what you feel is real. I'll say it again, what you feel is real. And this is why you can wait for bad news, wade through all of the anger and grief of that bad news you're expecting without actually knowing if the bad thing happened. You make it real for yourself. So you visualizing throwing away a mistake and wouldn't you know it, your brain believes it, and you feel better. Now, of course, this is just a mental exercise. In real life, if you focused on your greatest failure and woke up with a real handful of gray dust, you would immediately have to call... Tricked by a demon or spirit, depending on the translation, who, instead of bringing Mazrion the missing shepherd dog, brought him a roll of vellum with the dog's name written on it. And so elaborate was the demon's calligraphy that Mazrion was tricked into thinking that the vellum was in fact his dog. This plan was of course undone when the roll started walking around and barking because the calligraphy had fooled the vellum itself. The roll then smelled the lost shepherd dog and led Mazrion to it. As we read in this- I can't stress this enough, it could kill a priest at 30 paces. Which brings us back to tragedy in our lives. Now, I'm not one of those self-help guys who will tell you you can't visualize success enough, or something like that. There's two things I know about you, just because you're hearing me right now. First, you've experienced a tough loss, or a tough failure. Two, you are full of potential. Ask me how I know. Well, I've heard these other motivational speakers, and they've said that disasters are actually opportunities, that the universe is trying to teach you a valuable lesson by challenging you. I kind of agree, but I take a different tack. 
Now, we talked about visualizing a person who's bringing us down and making life rough. Who's that again? What's the name we gave to all the collective troubles in our lives? That's right, it's Masrion. Now, why does Masrion do this to us? It's because we're so close to success. So close. And of course, like these other folks say, misfortune visits to teach us a valuable lesson. But the funny thing is that lesson is always humility. You were getting too much of a head start, so old Masrion decided to take you out at the knees. That's why I say, if you failed, you were 90% of the way to succeeding. All you have to do to finally win is to test your boundaries, then dodge the consequences. Test and dodge. It's a little like boxing, right? Stick and move, stick and move. Let's try another exercise. I'm going to tell you not to imagine something. Let's say a dog. A big, mean, toothy, irritating dog. Something that'll really raise the adrenaline. So, uh, let's try this. Don't think of a dog. So what happened? Yeah, you, you thought about the dog, didn't you? And again, you failed at something. You failed to do what I said, but this is a tiny failure. Something bite-sized for us to work on, right? And uh, if you were connected to a heart rate monitor, we'd probably see a big spike from seeing a big scary dog. Why? Because what we feel is real. We're going to try this again, but first I want you to get ready. I want you to think of something that is close to dog, but not a dog. A log, a frog, some smog, a cog, a hot dog, or a big dog t-shirt. So we're testing and dodging again. You are testing your boundaries by participating in this test and dodging consequences by visualizing something other than that big scary dog. So I say dog, you think log, or whatever you picked. Really focus on that so it's the first thing that pops into your mind when you hear the word next. Alright? Are we ready? One, two, three, dog. So how did we do? I bet that a few of the many myths about attempting to steal Masrion's collection of magical weapons and talismans. Interestingly, humans rarely attempted this in the records we have. Instead, various heroes were at times gifted a magical talisman for an act of bravery or strength. In a few stories, it is suggested that these items were not only powerful in their own right, but collectively gave Masrion the strength to keep the gates to the next world closed to any would-be travelers. In the year 702 AD, we have a clear- And hopefully avoid bursting a blood vessel in your eye. So just like our last session, we're going to be doing a guided meditation. And uh, this time I want everyone to really focus in and remember that what we feel is real, literally, when us and our spirit buddy make it into the world of the mind. I have a set of guided meditation tapes in the lobby for lucid dreaming that operate uh, just the same way. If you think something hard enough, the mental realm will change for you. So, let's tap out a rhythm. Feel your heart going into sync with the hearts around you. And I will count us in. Five, four, three, two, one. And we're back on that beautiful sandy beach. 
The tide is up. The wind is blowing. Looks like there's some gray clouds on the horizon. Let's not worry about those right now, though. Turn around and see that beautiful, stark cliffside with a nice, narrow path leading up to the ridge. Let's take a nice, slow walk up the path. While a subsequent translation stated that one greedy spirit spent a hundred years wandering the cave surrounding Mazrion's home, when the spirit was eventually found, Mazrion transformed them into a wagon wheel, then carried them down to a village where Mazrion then swapped a broken wagon wheel with the would-be thief, that they might be crushed between the wagon and the road forever. Other ironic punishments include such things as- Now wait just a moment. We aren't going to the cave entrance. We're going to walk around to the right a little bit. Follow the path a little more. There's a narrow ledge we can walk along. Get a nice view of the beach down below. I want you to remember our exercise with projecting our failures. Instead of seeing it on your hand, let's make that failure show up on the cliff wall. Can you see the video playing on the wall? Oh, doesn't that hurt to watch? Don't you hate seeing this? Let's solve that problem. Reach out with your spirit buddy's hand. Grab onto the wall. And squeeze, and squeeze, and squeeze. Look at that! This section of the cliffside has turned into crumbling gray dirt. Great job! And it looks like you've revealed a section of the cave that was behind the cliff wall. Why don't we go in there? It's dark, cool, and still inside the cave. You can hear water dripping from stalactites. Let's take a walk down this tunnel. You were cleverer than Mazrion this time. Now there's no gate to stop you from achieving your dreams. I'm hearing something. Uh, your spirit buddy is hearing something. It sounds like the paws of a big mean dog. Well, we know what to do about that, don't we? The sound is coming from around the corner. It's gonna start heading your way when it smells your spirit buddy in the cave. Alright, the dog is about to turn the corner, but you know what to do. On the count of three, one, two, three, dog. Very good. Now, I think we've tested the boundaries of this cave quite a bit. And now I think it's time to dodge the consequences. Just for this session. Remember these walls, because we're going to be seeing them again real soon. I'll bring us back out of our guided meditation in five, four, three, two, one. How's everyone feeling? We had a slip up last session, I'll admit, but that just meant we were 90% of the way to success. And in our next session, we are going to seize our potential by laying eyes on the manifestation of all our grief right here at Dr. Scorpion Blood's self-help seminar extravaganza. Everyone give yourselves a round of applause. Dr. Scorpion 
Blood self-help seminar extravaganza is written and produced by me, Micah Cheek. I also voice Dr. Dave Scorpion Blood. The historian is played by Douglas Batchelor. For more of his work, check out his podcast, What Magic Is This? Mazrion was played by Bonner A. Golo. Bonner says that you can find him on Facebook if you want. The intro and outro music for this podcast is a remix I did of What a Beautiful Sunset by Angel Wayne. Thanks for listening. <laughs>